Welcome to a clip. Wait a second. Let me check my notes. This isn't eclipsed. Welcome uh, to no. From Beyond Fandom, where Woo! your hosts talk about whatever they want. <laughs> because the other one is almost done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's not a lot of heroes to go around. Yeah. So this is our probably sloppy sounding attempt at our second podcast. Because if you recall the early Eclipse episodes, uh, they're probably not amazing. But, um, mm-hmm. You know, it takes a minute to figure stuff out. And this is a whole new thing we're doing. Um, yeah, this is this is from beyond fandom, fandom, fandom. <laughs> See, I did. I told you I was going to do it. And I did it. <laughs> yeah. I love how there isn't, in, in fact, a button to do it, but I just like doing it myself. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be my own echo. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So back in the long, long ago, um, what fucking year was it when we started that? Like twenty ten, twenty nine, like two thousand nine. Well, let's see. Let's go to the Beyond Fandom site. Let's find out what our oldest one is. Since twenty eleven, looks like our our oldest posts. That makes sense. Yeah. Because our last Comic-Con was 2012, right? Yes. Okay, so... I love how a lot of our photos now have, like, the photo bucket watermark on it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's... A lot of that is because I don't know how... I don't remember the names of those accounts, and so... Yeah, who who cares? (laughs) Some of them are probably gone because I fucking was just like, goodbye, and I just went, headbutted everything out of existence, so... But they still look like they show up, so maybe they're on, like, a special account or something, so. I really and truly wish I could remember the names of all my photo bucket accounts, because I'd go in and I'd clean them out, and then I'd be like, do what you will, haha. But yeah. I don't, so. Anyway, um, not to get too distracty uh, too fast. Back in 2011, this one and I decided we were going to start a blog together and talk about pop culture shit, because, you know, after... Our friendship starting because of being Heroes fangirls, we were like, hey, we actually like a lot of the other same stuff, too. Not everything, but a lot of the same stuff. So we decided it'd be fun to kind of do that. And at first it was a blogger. And then, um, it, and then you know, we, like, bought a domain and everything. And we did it properly. And, and it was fun. We would just write little reviews and features and stuff and, you know, like about the shows of that time. So you see, it's like a lot of like True Blood and Teen Wolf and things like that. Um, but yeah, so we just thought that would be a fun thing to do. We did it for a little while and then eventually just sort of fell off of it like like one does. And then, you know, still kept watching the same types of shit. <laughs> like, you know, just not having really a place to talk about. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, individual Twitter accounts, whatever, whatever. But um, it's interesting because it's like, you know, there aren't a lot of places like the whole, like, you know, like LiveJournal, Tumblr, like those places don't really exist. So it it was one of those things where it was like, well, we want to talk about stuff. Maybe other people want to talk about stuff too. I don't know. So when those things kind of faded, that faded. And, you know, we just didn't for a while. And then we decided to get back together and do the, you know, Heroes podcast not like we haven't, you know, talked to each other almost every single fucking day. <laughs> yeah. But, um, get back together. What are we? Are we My Chemical Romance? Oh, my God. <laughs> We're not. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
we decided to do a thing together again, and then that was that. And then um, a couple times during it, as you may or may not know if you've listened to our other podcast, we decided to talk about that other stuff. Like, we have an Our Flag Means Death episode, we have an American Horror Story episode, and so we were like, well, shit, you know, this Heroes thing's only going to give us maybe three years of content, maybe, you know, so we should think about doing something else as well, because it's fun to, you know, do this together. And so we dug up our old name, and nobody else was using it, and so... Here we are. Uh, we, we're we going to talk about whatever the fuck we want, like she said. Uh, we're probably going to try to start doing, like, regular segments and, and things like that. That's the that's the idea. Mm-hmm. But for the first few, we're probably just going to be uh, just talking out of our ass. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, we thought it would be fun to do our first episode on American Horror Stories. Because uh, the second season just concluded. Um, and we both watched it mm-hmm. and because even though, as you'll see later in this episode, we certainly have our issues with the, the franchise. We've, we've still, we're still there. Yeah. <laughs> we're still fucking there. A lot of people have fucked off. We are still there. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I truly don't. It has, it's like one of those things where it's like, it hasn't offended me like Glee did. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It hasn't done anything where I'm just like, well, that's it, you know? And because it's different every year, like, maybe you'll like next year. But, I mean, and that's happened. It's truly happened where we've had, like, a couple seasons in a row where it's like, Burr, and then, like, one season comes along, it's like, oh, man, this is great again. Like, it's just, you know, it's just, just how the nature of it, I guess. Because, so. like, yeah, that is true where it's, like, not like where there was a Glee event or, like, um, Once Upon a Time where it was just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm done with this. Or, like, Vampire Supernatural, Diaries. I'm done with this, you know? Yep, yep. Fucking Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Which makes it complicated. But we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> we, we will indeed, because we're not just talking about American Horror Stories Season 2, but that is mostly what we'll be talking about. There is a new season out. Yep. So we do have some thoughts on that in, in sort of a fun way, I think, mm-hmm. uh, as people who have watched every goddamn second of television that this franchise has produced. So, yeah. So far. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so we thought it'd be fun to just sort of talk about season two and give our little highlights of each episode and what we thought was cool, what we thought, you know, could have been done better. Yeah. Um, I think we both agreed as a whole it was better than season one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thousand percent. We talked about season one on our other American Horror Story episode on our Eclipse channel, right? Yes. Because we had like, okay, yeah. I think we did like three episodes. I think the whole month of October that we one did time a couple. was we the did a couple, um, yeah. American Horror Story bonuses. Because I think we did like one on mm-hmm. just uh, mm-hmm. the history of the franchise as a whole. And then we talked about American Horror Story season one. And I think we mm-hmm. did two parts. So we had like one part on the first half of the last season and then the second half got its own part. That sounds right. Yeah. Um. So... It not only, like, I think it's not just, like, they've had some better stories um, this year. I think they understand how to have, like, um, a better time with the format uh, of just being like, no, it's it's just one and done, you know. Um, so I think they're doing better with that. And uh, I forgot I have to move my mouse around now because I'm on my desktop. <laughs> there we go. Um, and, they're just, and they're not sucking off the teat of season one like they were... In season oh my one, God. like there is oh an episode God. in this that does reference back to a American Horror Story proper season, but just that one, right. just the one. Like I get that idea to like you know you got to get the punters in the seats as they say, but 
fuck me. Like, mm-hmm. That was a lot. So, um, yeah, they don't. They don't just try to, you know, be a, a weird fanfic of a season. Um, also, I feel like um, some of the casting is definitely a lot cooler in this season, too. Like, they really... They they brought in some fun people and some fun new people that I want to see mix it up in this franchise more now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, do we want to just kind of dive into it? Yeah, let's do it. So, the yeah. first episode of season two is Dollhouse, mm-hmm. and it was written by Manny Cotto, which get you know <laughs> get used to that get name. Used to that name. <laughs> he, he wrote a lot this season. Um, he also wrote a lot in season when did, one. When did, when, yeah, when did he come around? Is he like an American Horror Stories guy that's like, um, a look crossed over at now, his Wikipedia. Alright. Yeah, I, I will do the same, because I'm curious. He, also, I have a clicky keyboard His now, first so credited like... American Horror Story episode was in 2018. Okay, so he is new new. Um, the eighth season of American Horror Story. Oh, you act like I remember which one that is. Uh, hold on. Apocalypse. Hold on, hold on. It was Apocalypse. Oh, okay. okay. And I was trying to figure it out, too. It was Apocalypse. So he came on mm. around Apocalypse. Okay. Okay. That that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, with, with what I am seeing. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. All right. Interesting. What did he work on before? Uh, Dexter. American Horror Story. Uh, maybe that's where I know his name, because his name is familiar. Dexter. Good seasons or bad seasons? Uh, 2010, 11, 12, 13. He also wrote that. for 24 <laughs> and like the 24 spinoffs. Uh, as well as Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, interesting. Okay. And some various other little in the 90s. I'm looking now to see what um, Dexter's he was a part of because that's important to know. <laughs> it's relevant to my current interests. Um, yeah, he was a producer on Dexter as well. A lot of writers are. It doesn't mean anything to me. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he, he wrote a screenplay for Tales from the Crypt, so there you go. Well, actually, Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Crypt Keeper, and uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, Outer Limits. So he has his... You know, he has his bona fides in writing this kind of thing. He's a genre actually. guy. He's a genre guy and an, an anthology guy as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're just curious because, like she was saying, he's in a lot of the uh, credits for this season in particular. He writes a lot of the episodes. Um, or he's credited as writing the episodes. Because we had, uh, yeah. like, um, Murphy and Fulchek were in season one, and they especially, you know, wrote the ones that included the American Horror Story season one people. Right, right. But if anyone knows anything about Ryan Murphy, he gets, you know, he he does a million things at once. And so some of his kids don't get as well looked after um, by him personally. So So I feel like see his name on as many things. I feel like they passed horror stories on to Kodo, it feels like, you know, it kind of seems like it. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Because it was like how, um, <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm not going to exactly compare it to the Ian Bremner uh, years of Glee, but <laughs> I'm just saying it's happened before and there are, you know, varying results. Okay. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if, if, if you know, you know, um, 
And there's been a weird glee resurgence on TikTok. There has so, been. It's ooh. it's like the bright time for like been. the nostalgia for people that were like teens when that came on. Because we're all depressed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Do you want to like give us a log line or? Um, How do you want to do that? We could just so, like... we have this one. We were especially excited about because it featured Dennis yes. O'Hare. <laughs> the top bullet point on my list of bullet points is just yeah. his name. It's just his name. You know? So like a basic plot summary is Dennis. O- this takes place in the like 50s, I would say. Right. But yeah. 50s, 60s, yeah, something like that. 60s. Yeah. Um, it's a it, it's a period piece, which, you know, those are always fun on American Horror Story. They tend to be good. And O'Hare's character is this, like, doll maker, and he kidnaps these girls to pretty much run a competition or to win the privilege of being his orphan son's mother. And then, you know, stuff ensues from that. Yeah. (laughs) So fucked up, man. Um, Yeah. So, okay, great. What did you like about Dollhouse? Dennis (laughs) O'Hare. I know. I know, I know. And he was a real fucking bastard. He got to be a real bastard in this he, one. He was a real piece of shit. <laughs> Which I don't so, know if man. he has gotten to do in, like, the no, series because, proper. because... No, because Larry was a victim as much as anything. Yeah. He, um... Spalding, mm-hmm. again. Definitely not, like, a villain. Um... Other characters whose names I can't remember. Yeah, he's not um, really been like the like as arch as this. No, no, this was this was him just getting to be cruel and mean and sexist and awful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very appropriate for the era. Um, yeah. Any other? Any other? I I also liked that people called the fucking twist for this episode before <laughs> it aired. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> Yeah. And that twist being that it is connected to um, Coven, and that the little kid is uh, Spalding. Yep, he's he'd be Spalding. Yep, so. which is why Dennis O'Hare's his dad. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So yeah, uh, that's my that's my bad part. Was I'm like fuck pu- fuck pushy Coven sequels in general because the show just loves to dangle on that particular season. Um, it didn't make me as annoyed as it has in the past. Because mm-hmm. I was like, all right, fine, I'll give you this. Uh, but they didn't need to. Like, it like, could have just been fine. Because that was it, too. Because I was like, I liked the whole, like, the most of the episode. And then we got to the end. And I was like, <laughs> really? Okay. Did we have to? Because yeah. we even get, like, a tiny little Myrtle Snow on there, <laughs> you know? And it was like, oh, do we have to? But, yeah. We get it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you know, I, I'm sat here in my, my sad little asylum is my favorite season boat, and I'm like, we've had one call. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Just floating away. Well, I guess anytime Lana's on, it's a callback, and she's been on more than once. Right, but, you know. Yeah. There's a whole world of people. <laughs> like, they could, you know, we're, we're in the era. <laughs> like, yeah. Or we're close enough to it. Like, yeah. Isn't Pepper from that too originally? Yeah, so I guess we've had a yeah. 
helpful. Because we've had it through her, too, but, on... Yeah. Yeah. Still, though, I'm just like, oh, really? We should fucking make a list. How many times have other seasons been referenced, you know, in a different season or episode of, like, stories or something and see who has the most? Because it u- it used to be Coven, but now I'm pretty sure it's Murder House. So. That sounds like a great project for January. <laughs> Doesn't it, though? <laughs> I'm just saying it here so we remember that I said yeah. it and then we can maybe do yeah. it as like a bonus mm-hmm. or something and be like, hey, you know how it seems like they're always pushing American Horror Story into your American Horror Story? Well, it turns out they are. <laughs> I'm sure there's a YouTube video somewhere with like someone who's connected all the oh all the pieces. There's a million of them. There's a million of them. But yeah. But has there been a count before about, like, who's doing it? And, like, an updated one at that, now that this is occurring. True. So. Who knows how old some of the yeah. other ones are. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a creepy premise. It's, uh, the, the characters, the um, actors are all really good. Yes. They're all well cast. Um, like, the girls. No um, complaints about that. No, no. Um, my other complaint is I thought that the final form looked fucking weird. Oh, yeah, where she was, like, encased in her, like, plasticine... Yeah, which, like, I, I, I was, like, sure to that, but I thought, like, the actual doll looked fucking weird. Like, it's... Yeah. I and I, I thought it was going to look different, and I don't know why that bothered me so much, but it did, so... I gotcha. Because I was like, why would the doll maker make something that looks so especially fake? I don't know. Yeah, I don't right. Know. It kind of bothered me. Um, it It's it's a silly little thing. Um, but, yeah. Uh, overall... Fantastic way to start off the season. Yeah. I loved it. It was pretty good. So. It made me feel optimistic about season two. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Same here. So, should I just yeah. give a little log line for the next one? Do it. We'll Tell us about okay. the episode two. So, the second episode of the season is called Aura. And it basically has to do with the drama that surrounds this um, young married couple um, dealing with a weird thing that keeps occurring um, that they see on their like little like home security app. And how it ends up um, <clears throat> referencing various secrets from both of their pasts. Mm-hmm. You like that for vague? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was told not to recap, so... <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. So, like, you know, the modern horror of, like, surveillance technology, you know, being ever so present in our lives and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Their ring and doorbell, how, you know, which is an aura, which is where yeah, the title comes ring. from. Yeah. It's literally a ring camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which they're terrifying, so... <laughs> Great cast, again. Mm-hmm. Just really nailing it. Um interesting dynamic with uh, Max Greenfield and Gabourey Sidibe, both uh, AHS veterans. Yep. Um, I liked the the very modern setting because, like, sometimes it's fun when AHS does, like, a really modern thing. Yes. Like, yeah, this is very, like, of the moment. Um, I loved the, the whole, like, gaslighting of a lady thing because AHS loves to do that. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but, you know, she gets hers in the end, uh, which is great. Like, yeah, go, go you, you go. Um, I literally thought that Max Greenfield was going to be the bad guy, but not the way that he ends up being. <laughs> I, I literally was like, I don't trust you as a loving husband, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not why you want to play on this show. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and can we just, with the fact that Gabrielle Sidibe's character is married to Max Greenfield, and no, not a single fucking person feels the need to mention this fact or her weight or her looks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not it's not Queenie Part Two. No, like, it's just that's it's they're a couple. That's it. It's just they're a couple. Yep. Mm-hmm. It sucks that I even have to mention that they didn't talk about it, but based on the past of her character on the show, that is true. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you kind of have to mention it. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what do you what did you think about it? I really liked the like twist at the end. Like this was a good mm-hmm. like gotcha, where yeah. you know she's gone off. She doesn't have the doorbell anymore because <laughs> spoiler alert: Max Greenfield dies. But because you know the camera communicates with ghosts, uh, and her apartment yeah. installs the aura, he's at her door at the end. Like let me. In. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to talk, sweetie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, well, yeah, because that's the great thing, right? It's, it's so much of, like, the inescapable, you know, nature of, of what technology's done to, you know, our, our private lives. And no one has secrets anymore. It's just a matter of time now. Yeah. So. Um, uh, may I? Okay, this is me standing up on my little soapbox. Can I please formally lobby that uh, Max uh, Max Greenfield gets like an actual bigger role on this series, and also like as a villain or something? Because he's such a fucking delight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love him nasty, and like again, like Dennis O'Hare, he hasn't really gotten to do that before because he was pathetic on Hotel um, and great. Yep. And then any other. <laughs> Has he shown up on any I of this? think it was just Hotel. Let me take a look. Because he's, he's in Hotel and he's on American Crime Story. He's yeah. He's in the Versace season, uh, which is also very good on. Um, yeah, but, he, it yeah. was just Hotel. Well, give this man a bigger role, please, because he's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is me stepping off my soapbox, so. though. <laughs> and this was another Manny Cotto episode as well. Just uh... Yeah, yeah. And it actually felt different than the first like okay yeah all right like again instilling confidence in season two i was like all right (laughs) (laughs) they're getting the format that you know we need to like be tight in the episode gotta be tight Mm -hmm. make us care about the character and then like give us an ending yes Yes, exactly and give us a fun little haha at the end because it's a you know perfect chef's kiss one one of the mm -hmm, best episodes in the season yep yep it is Mm mm-hmm but then but then next week happened. <laughs> uh, Alright, so episode three is Drive, another Manny Cota mm-hmm. one. And it is the um the urban legend of the like, oh, getting your car followed by someone with the lights flashing at you, and it's like cause they saw someone in the back of your car, but with a twist. That's pretty much the drive episode. I'm gonna spoil it. The twist is like she was actually ahead, the serial yeah. killer going around. <laughs> And the yeah. guy behind her saw one of her victims in the back of the car. So, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I uh, I think, if I remember correct, when we were first talking about this, you were a lot more, like, went about the episode than I was. I, I was still like, am. it was fine. Still- <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, it had Bella Thorne in it. Uh, we got Nico mm-hmm. Greetham in it, which he's been in a bunch recently for American Horror Story and Stories. Yeah, because he was on, I thought, one of the best episodes of Stories last season. Mm-hmm. The one with the influencer house. Yeah. And that was his debut in the American Horror Story verse. And then he was on a uh, double feature. Um, 
Because I think, like, my criticism for this, too, is, like, I don't think her chemistry with her husband was that great. No. That's part of it. Yeah. Um, And then also her reasoning for, like, why she's killing these people. They were so mean to me in high school. Stupid. I was going to lash out. Stupid as fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not the deep take you think it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my bullet points just say disappointed. Mm-hmm. So think think of that, like disappointed, you know, thing. Uh, waste of a cast, um, especially Nico Greetham. He deserves mm-hmm. better. He's a gem and I adore him. And Bella Thorne, also, I was really looking forward to seeing in the American Horror Story world because I like her in things. Um, she's really fun in that Netflix movie, The Babysitter. Like, she can do horror. Um, she can do fun horror. This was not it. Uh, it's just kind of a flat episode. And also, they really revel in torture porn at the end. And I'm not in my 20s anymore. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I'm just not not interested in that. A lot of it, though, was, like, honestly laughable. Like, when she just fucking drops the fucking accent and said, like, oh, I should talk to my husband. And then, like, scootles out of the room. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, so I was disappointed in Drive. I had I had hopes. Yeah. You know, it's okay. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at my list, and I'm just like, you know what? It's my least favorite of the season, easily. Looking through. Yeah, I'd agree. It's, it's my bottom. I'd agree. It's my bottom. Yeah. All right. Um, Milkmaids. Mm-hmm. It's the fourth uh, episode of the season. Talk about a period piece. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go way, way, way back. Uh Let's go, let's go um, hella into the past, because this time, not only are we American horror story, we're American historical story, mm-hmm. hmm. which I'll have Rachel talk about more because she knows all about it. Um, but basically, it's that old chestnut of, it's like this village, we're dealing with um, the swirling combination of... You know, the patriarchy and and witch accusations and um, people denying science and, you know, all, all these things coming in at once. It's very, like, it's in the past, but, like, is it? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So there's this disease going around and there's, dis- you know, there's disputes about how to deal with it and people are dying and, you know, yeah. So, um it's, uh, I, I would actually love if you take the lead right now and explain the historical bent to this, because they they haven't done a lot of, like, actual real true things that aren't just like, oh, here's a fucking serial killer you all know and ugh, love. Mm, okay. So, it's all about smallpox, baby. <laughs> yeah. And the, both of the methods that, uh, they sort of used to attempt to, like, help people are, like, you know... They're historic facts that have happened. Like, uh, the one side is all like, it can be cured by eating the hearts of the recently deceased. And that was like a mania that was happening at the time in like one village. And except for they wouldn't just eat the heart like they show on the show. They had, they would like burn it up, make it to a powder and feed it to the sick or whatever. And guess what? It didn't work. Right. But you know, you got to have that horror thing of like eating the heart. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the stylization, there's an episode of lore that talks about it. And I think it's like early in their like very first episodes. They've probably remastered it at this point that you can listen to that talks all about it. And the other thing is that, uh, discovering that cowpox and that milkmaids who are around cows tended to not catch smallpox because they had caught cowpox. 
So it made them immune to smallpox. And that was a big, like, ooh moment. That's how, like, you know, the vaccine got developed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, that was, like, I think my favorite part of this episode. Oh, without question, that part is awesome. Yeah. Is the, like, you know, bending and twisting the historical into this. Plus, it's, like, it's not a Manny Cotto episode. It's Our Lady J mm-hmm. who wrote this episode. Who is um, a trans um, artist. And as much as, you know, it's it's funny. As much as American Horror Story, you know, as a franchise is, is you know... They do include a lot of, like, queer performers and and characters. The early seasons are not written by such. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it's it's nice to see that that's actually starting to be a thing more um, in, like, the writer's seat, I guess, and, like, the directors and stuff. Like, it, it, it should be all over the place. Because that's the thing is, like, American Horror Story has this reputation is such a queer show but I, I like to see that's actually getting more so behind the scenes yes because it always should have been mm-hmm. but you know things it's it's been on for fucking 11 12 years like you know like we've seen a great seismic fucking change in that time it may not seem like it to some people but it's definitely has you know a lot of things are different in, in uh that industry so yeah also i think she i think she worked on pose so she's yes like, pose and transparent she worked yeah. on both yeah 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 she's great I don't think we mentioned who was in the episode. <laughs> no, because that's the thing I have to complain about. <laughs> but it's such a niche complaint. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, there's a, 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 a few returning people mm-hmm. in this episode. Um, firstly, our, our, our new our new love, uh, I'm going to say it, Cody Fern. Um, he's, he's great. Um, in this episode, he's fine. <laughs> It's, it's one of those things where it's like some performers are just better in this type of world, especially when they get to just go off the handle. And he's like, he's he's such the straight man of the episode. And you're just like, you know what? This is fine. This is fine. Um, yeah, he, he plays, um, he plays this uh, local citizen in the village and he has a son and he's, he's sort of like the, the nexus of a lot of the shit that goes down. Um, and then we see... <laughs> I literally, I don't know what they were thinking. I remain unaware of what they were thinking by doing this. But Seth Gable is on this episode. And uh, you might know that he appeared in Hotel. He was um, the, he was, he was the first Dahmer you better recognize. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On on this goddamn Ryan Murphy, you know, cinematic universe. Um... Yeah, so it was like, oh, cool, Seth Gable's going to be on American Horror Stories. That's going to be really fun. And what should occur is he plays almost the exact same character that he played for several years on the incredibly underrated, I think, show Salem. It's almost the same character. It is almost exactly the same character, especially how he started off. why how mm-hmm. how did this occur mm-hmm. so as somebody who watched salem it was really distracting to see him on there in in that almost exact same character it was wild to me um where he's like he's like this uh he's like this fucking uh what like a preacher or priest i never say the right term but um he's a man of god and um he uh but he's a he's a hypocritical piece of shit and and hates women. And so, yeah, like, it's just, it's the same fucking character. Really, really wild to see that. But, um, yeah, so those elements were, were you know, interesting. Um, the ladies were great. 
the the leads um the women who like you know like the, the milkmaid yeah 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 they were great and they had some they had some fun little like sapphic fun which was cool mm-hmm. um but yeah the ending is so like it's one of those things where it's like to me this is where it becomes like hmm, about the the format of like an anthology um episode of something where it's like we got to give it an ending and i'm like but does that ending always have to be everyone dies <laughs> like, yeah 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 yeah. you know i don't know i feel like she could have lived but you know whatever um yeah so th- that's that's what i think about it it was fucking weird having seth gable playing his salem character on a different show um but uh it has some cool moments and the historical thing is really really neat so well i guess so far there's been a pattern okay first of all Forgive the lawnmower noise. People don't remember what I fucking tell them I'm going to do today. <laughs> Secondly. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't hear anything. but these it, It's showing up on my recording. Yeah. I'm looking right at it and I'm pissed off. But that's okay. Are you, are you going to go Are you going to go become an orphan, Bruce Wayne? <laughs> <sighs> anyway, anyway, anyway. So they all, uh, looking back at the endings, they kind of go back and forth right now at the moment. Uh, the first episode, we got a happy ending. Second episode, bad ending. Third, uh, third episode, happy ending? <laughs> and this one, we have the bad ending. So, it kind of has so far gone back and oh forth. Oh my god. I'm, I'm looking ahead. They all do that. So, let's see. So, the next one should be happy. It is. And then... For what it is. Yep. And then, yeah, uh... Uh-huh. Bad. Uh... And then for what it is, happy? Kind of. Like, I could argue both... For, for six and seven, that you they go both could. ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, well, depending on who you're, depending on who you're like focusing on, yeah, and, and like the things you want for them. Yeah. Huh. That's funny. Interesting. Next, uh, episode five, Bloody Mary, written by Angela L. Harvey, who does not have a Wikipedia page, it seems, because I can't hover over her name. So I don't know what else they've done, but. Welcome to American Horror Stories, I suppose. Um, so, it is about, like the title says, the urban legend Bloody Mary, you know, say it three times in the mirror. Except for it's like, if in this version, she tells you to do something, and if you don't do it, you're going to die. And we get to see this group of friends slowly die, but the twist happens where it's actually one of the girls killing the other ones off because that was her promise that uh, Bloody Mary said she was going to fulfill for her. So, and there's a, there's a whole bunch of other stuff wrapped up into it. Yeah. This one is like, it feels borderline like it's connected to Coven, but like, not really. Right? Like, we kept expecting that to be like, fully confirmed. But it's like, the story of Bloody Mary is extremely similar to some stuff that we see in Coven mm-hmm. in the back, in like the flashbacks. But, you know... They didn't, like, drag Kathy Bates out of retirement. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> like, yeah, so. God help them, they could have. Um, yeah. Uh, I just Googled uh, her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on her IMDb, Angela Harvey. Um, she has done some writing on a little show that you and I know called Teen Wolf. Oh! Okay. She was a staff she was a staff writer from uh, 2013 to 2014. She was a story editor. She uh, has eight episodes that are written by her and uh, yeah. There you go. Well, she's doing teens in this episode, so <laughs> She is spooky teen stuff. 
And I think that she did a really good job with these teens as well. They felt like teenagers. Oh, they're great. So Absolutely. And, like, that's harder than it seems, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's hard to not make them feel like little adults. Yeah. Because teens are such a different vibe. They really are. <laughs> Look, let's go back to fucking episode two of, like, uh, season one with fucking... Or not. not, episode three, Driving. I fucking hate that episode. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Just a literal joke. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed that so many of these episodes are urban legend based? A lot of them are. A lot of them are, or have some sort of element to them. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. Um. Yeah. Uh. The lady who plays uh the Bloody Mary that they summon, uh Dominique Jackson. Mm-hmm was also on Pose, and this is her first entry into the AHS world. Um, which I think will give us a lot of fun in the future, because she's she's fucking everything. Okay? She is great. Yeah. She, she got, like, not even a little crumb of credit that she deserved for being on, like, that. Like, I love so many of the actors on that show, and a lot of them got nominated for things and got attention for things. I still don't think Dominique Jackson got her flowers properly. I really don't. She was amazing on Pose. Um, Because she starts off as such a a Ryan Murphy character. She's such an HBIC, Mm -hmm. you know? And she's just untouchable and everything. But then she goes through it uh, throughout the uh, series. And it's so believable and heartbreaking and there are moments in that where it's just oh my god it's just incredible um but yeah she 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 uh i'm really hoping that she gets to play around in the ahs world a little more because this has been a delight to see her in this um not to mention like her in the costume and everything and then the costume that uh quivin wallace wears later like iconic that is a look yep uh, that is that's so fucking cool like i showed um I showed Rachel this really cool uh, video on TikTok of a bunch of well-known drag queens doing an American Horror Story theme night, and someone already had a Bloody Mary costume. Like, it's a thing. It's it's right there alongside, like, the Countess and fucking, you know, everyone else. Like, I just think that's really awesome that they've already, you know, done something like that. And on a spinoff show! So. And that was quick after, too. Literally! Yeah, someone really got in on that. Um... Yeah, ending was great. Loved the kids. Um, great writing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have very little to complain about. Um, Bloody Mary might be one of the best ones of the season, all told. Yep. So, I, I have nothing. Like, like I have no complaint yeah. other than that she didn't deserve to be trapped in the first place. <laughs> but that's all part no, of the story. We'll know. So we'll know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But that's the mm-hmm. point, right? She doesn't deserve yeah. it. So yeah. Hmm. Okay, so uh, the week after that, we had Facelift. Yep. Um, which, uh, <laughs> so basically deals with this this woman who is just desperate to hang on to her youth and vitality. Uh, you know, um, we'll do whatever it takes. We see her doing some somewhat, I, I think it's presented as like somewhat extreme, but I'm like, I don't know, I've heard of people doing more shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in, in the beginning of it, and um, we see that, you know, she, she you know, she lives alone. Her um, her stepdaughter, you know, will come in and, like, visit with her and stuff. But she's alone. She's lonely. She's, she's, she's got a lot of stuff going on. She 
realizes that there's some sort of magical procedure out there that someone she knows has undergone, and she wants in on it. So we just see, the, you know, the the cost of trying to stay young and beautiful forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how society can turn on people and make decisions for them in terms of like, oh, we've decided you're never going to be us. It doesn't matter what you do. You're still never going to be us. So, mm-hmm. which is a fun trope. I like that trope. So, um, the lead in question is Miss, Ms. Judith Light, who is a fucking legend. Mm-hmm. Um, gay icon. Yes. Um, she this is also her first foray into the American horror story land. She was on American crime story season two. Um, so it's fun to watch her play in this crazy ass space. And she is down. She is so game. And that's one of the best parts of the episode is I am just delighted at how you can tell she's just like, she's ready for every ridiculous thing they're going to put her through. She's there. She, she gives it a hundred percent. Her all her performance is wonderful. If you've ever seen the Twilight Zone, you already know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a surprising ending. Not at all. Like, no, it literally references the Twilight Zone episode. Um, but yeah, uh, also doesn't pull a punch, uh, which I can also, uh, I really respect about a lot of American Horror Story. It doesn't pull a lot of punches as a, like a series. Like sometimes, you're, you know, the, you know, the characters have bad endings. They die. They suffer. Like a lot of shows would be like, no, wait, we can't do that to her. And no, no, no. And she's been through so much. And no, like, especially on an anthology, like, no. It's got to have an ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also see Britt Lauer, um, who's like a little up-and-coming uh, actress. Um, she apparently is amazing on Severance, which I still need to watch. Um, the way that her little character ends up at the end, I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't mind it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Facelift? Yeah, I think my one air quote complaint was that like it was so easy to realize what was happening like way early in the episode oh yeah but they like slather oh. it on so it's be like when you look back you'll be like of course you know uh, <laughs> the bandages are very obvious that it was like she was gonna oh, look like God. a pig underneath completely um oh yeah spoilers uh the the procedure uh they turn her into a, a pig monster so they can hunt her down as a sacrifice for this like cult of like people who are uh, doing this to please their god and, you know, remain young and beautiful. <laughs> and it's there is, like, implied magic to it, so again, like, potentially yes. a coven connection, mm-hmm. but again, not, like, in explicitly. Yes, and also, God help, you know, God bless them for not just being like, oh, it's a fucking coven thing again. Like, you know, magic can exist in this world without coven having a goddamn thing to do with it. So, yeah. They could have, though. They really could have. <laughs> so... Have like a have like a little button at the end with like someone coming to investigate. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty good episode overall. Um yeah, like it's obviously predictable, but it's like it's all about the performances. Judith Light, she gives her all, and you know it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> all right, episode. Episode. Seven? Oh, did we mention that was also a Manny Cotto episode? Oh yes. Okay. Yes. Back to Manny Cotto. Um, so so we, we go away from Manny Cotto again <laughs> for episode seven, uh, Necro, <laughs> which was done by Crystal Liu. Let's see what she's done. Because she does have a yeah, Wikipedia I was, page. I was, I was about to do the same. 
Um, she worked on Glee as a script supervisor, and she did work on American Horror Story as a script supervisor, and then a staff writer in season four. Like it, it doesn't have like a full thing. It's just like a she contributed four scripts to the series. No. So, so I'm 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 clicking on her actual IMDb now. Yeah. Because, uh, her her written buys are ugh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh no. Let's see. Um. Her 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 first two are on cult. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. Including including. The Lena Dunham episode. Oh, no. Well, that's not that her fault. She's not casting. No, no. <laughs> um, and then Return to Murder mm-hmm. House in Apocalypse. And then um, Final Girl, which was, was that 84? In 84. Yep. Underrated season. Under fucking rated unloved season, indeed. Underrated season. I feel like I want to get in a fight about eighty four. Actually, <laughs> I think we kind of we we did like on the the we episode. Did. We did, but I still have people in I know in my life who've never watched that season, and I'm like, you. It's just me. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Not o- okay, okay, okay. Not only is it just fun, the cast is damn near a match. Yes. And I'm sorry it doesn't have any, you know, Paulson or, or fucking Peters, but things can exist without Yeah, them. who cares? Are great. <laughs> you, get, you get Lily Rob. You get Lily Rob yep. back. Being actually good instead of double feature, which is fucking waste yep. her. And mm-hmm. like, which is an insult to her, actually. And, you know, I'm going to get all steamed up. <laughs> Before we get all steamed up, let's go back to the episode. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Necro. Okay. Crystal took us off on a path. Necro. So. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> We are following this mortician, and she has a tragic backstory. Uh, she meets a new mortuary assistant. They kind of, like, spark up a thing. He, air quote, dies, and she ends <laughs> ends up, like, <laughs> like kind of fucking the dead body, but, like, he wasn't really dead, but it was recorded, and he kind of, like, blows her fucking life up with it, and, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Your, your thoughts before I, I dive in? My thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I think we again had chemistry issues in this episode. Thank you. That is literally my second bullet point. Yeah. I really liked Sam. I thought she was great, like as an actress, but I feel like both of the guys. Yes. I don't think that they were the right fit to put with her on this. No, no. Like the husband who can't like who or her fiance who gives a shit, you know, we're not supposed to be feeling about the fiance. Right, yeah, he's whatever. But the new assistant guy, like, definitely they needed to have more chemistry there. Like, if they would have fucking put be... Nico in this episode there. <laughs> Literally, like, I don't want to be a weird, like, Tumblr TikTok fangirl. This would have been the moment to bring out one of the boys. Yeah. Like, yeah. This would have been the moment to do, like, a, I don't know, someone. Mm-hmm. A Cody Fern, a Nico Greetham. Like, yeah, this would have been it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need that little AHS spark. And that guy just didn't give it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was my second bullet point. I said, okay, so I have it as like a story in my bullet points. Mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just go, what exactly did this not give me? I still can't figure it out. And I'm like, was it the lack of romantic death chemistry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I should have felt some sort of like, I should have been living my little like 12-year-old goth girl fantasy with their weird shit, you know? And I just wasn't. 
um, like when he was pursuing her and stuff, like no, it, that yeah. didn't give me anything. And then yeah, I was like, it's a it's a cool idea. Um, I loved watching the lead character struggle with like trying to just you know fake who she is in a number of ways mm-hmm. and, and try to to try to be you know normal and then just having everything blow up and just I don't know. Like I liked that. I liked the inevitability of it, I guess, with how the end goes. Which, go ahead, you can say um, what the ending is. Yeah, so um, she <laughs> she gets her life blown up by that motherfucker, and uh, she basically lures him to the cemetery and uh, to talk, and um, she ends up, uh, she shoots him. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she shoots him in the stomach, mm-hmm. I believe, um, which is intentional. And uh, there's an open grave, and uh, he falls into it, and she goes in with him, like, all right. <laughs> yep. This is what she wanted, right? And she's obviously snapped at this point. But, um, yeah, so, and then they, uh, and then she turns the little button on them, the thing that, like, you know, puts the dirt back in, so. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she's like, you want, you, you, you know, you're so into the idea of fucking death, huh? Yep. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> like, Just ride yeah. into death together, babe. In together, this is what you wanted. Yeah, nothing else left. Nothing else left. Like she, it, it's that's the thing. Is like something like this. It kind of goes back to like a lot of the different um, instances we've seen on American Horror Story, in particular, of like social media fucking people's lives. Like she can't come back from no. this. There's no coming back from this. You mm-hmm. know, this isn't like you know. I don't, it's just it's just so interesting. It's not like you know the thing where maybe she c- committed a crime in her youth. You know, when she went to prison and, you know, now she's like a, like a felon or whatever, but like, you can still find a job somewhere like, Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe, maybe she was a teen pregnancy, you know, but you know, eventually she can, you know, the kid's back in school and she can get her life back. Like you don't come back from something like that. People will remember forever. The internet is an ink mark. Like, yeah. Because it's also, it is very, the internet where it's like, it's lacking context where it's like, he was not dead. Exactly. And it's all his word versus her word. In yep. that aspect of it. And they, of course, you know. Yep. Again, just like the, oh, you know, let's gaslight a lady. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, I, I didn't hate it. It just didn't come together yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So. Because, yeah, like you said, the, the, the lead was great. Yep. She just deserved better things around her, I guess. I don't know. Because, okay, here's the thing. You're really asking for something very specific. And you're asking for something that the show has achieved by itself a few times. Which is that weird, like, I'll die for you, die with me chemistry. Which is a thing. It's like the violate thing, you know? Like, you can't just give like that's not a thing that you're just going to be able to have with some like hot dude or whatever like they really needed to try to cast someone who had a very specific energy for what she was putting in that yeah so because that's a weird thing to capture because it's even hard talking about or trying to explain the appeal in that you Mm -hmm. know like but that's a thing that's definitely a thing we've seen it on this show and they just didn't they didn't accomplish it so yeah chemistry fell flat that was my biggest complaint chemistry yeah, yeah. It's not like the writing was bad. No, I think it had like you know good beats, but yeah, chemistry, casting's everything. How about on to our final episode? Our final episode of American Horror Stories, season two. So it's called Lake. Has to do with a tragic incident that occurs where a young man loses his life due to supernatural occurrences. Maybe, mm-hmm. probably. 
Um, and how the family deals with the grief. Uh, and we get to see different versions of that. We get to see, you know, the denial. We get to see the, wait, did something actually fucked up and not real happen? Like, like you know, what's what's going on? What is with this lake? What is with the storied history of this strange man-made lake? Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, this is uh, interesting because we get to see a family uh, that's been torn apart by tragedy. And they are struggling to kind of come to terms with it. And the way they choose to do that is uh, some of them choose to confront it. And we see that with the mother and the daughter. Um, the mother, played by another AHS uh, world newcomer, Miss Alicia Silverstone. What? The icon. Um, and uh, the father, played by a returning alum who has not been on the series since season one, uh, Mr. Teddy Sears. Yeah. So, yeah. I was surprised, honestly. Same. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, they, uh, everyone gets wrapped up into the idea about how the history of the lake and of the town and of this family in particular is, uh, responsible for the tragedy and uh, the evil's not done yet. Or is it evil? Kind of depends on your perspective. Yeah. 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 It's again, very timely because it's like the waters keep going down because of drought. (laughs) <laughs> yep. which is the whole thing at the beginning where he's like, I, you know, we can actually reach the little town that's covered up because, you know, water levels are low. Mm-hmm. And at the end, it's all like, well, you know, the secrets are going to come up because it's going <laughs> to eventually be dry. It's it's like the aura thing, right? But without the technology, yeah. it's now it's now it's nature. You mm-hmm. know, secrets don't stay buried. And the secret is in this instance is, is of course, that the, the guy who everyone venerates as this like hero of the town and everything absolutely murdered some people yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> who were protesting the um, dam so yep, yep, yep. a million years ago but uh yeah and then it turns out that um the teddy sears character is related to them so mm-hmm. there's there's zombies there's lake zombies water zombies are a whole fun thing man they look so cool they look so cool it's some of the best special effects i've ever seen on any of the seasons yep agreed agreed they look great they look fucking great waterlogged gross zombies coming out of the lake to take revenge mm-hmm. <laughs> and i like that they yeah. took revenge on like you know they just, they just wanted him they specifically did not the take the yep. ladies mm-hmm. yep they wanted him yep so yeah i thought it had some pretty good pacing um how, how did how did you think alicia did do you think that she is for this world of storytelling i th- i could see her on american horror stories again or the proper proper show yeah, me too. Me too. I thought she did good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's certainly a, a, an elevated, like, you know, like, campy sort of kind of acting that this type of thing tends to require. Mm-hmm. So. And I thought she did great, actually. So. Yeah, I thought everyone was uh, cast I, li- I, li- I liked, yeah, I liked the chemistry of the family. I believed them as a mm-hmm. family. But, uh, yeah. Who wrote Lake? Manny Cotto. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Starting with Cotto, ending with mm-hmm. Cotto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, again, this season, a lot stronger than season one. <laughs> season one really feels like they made this deal to do this spinoff, and they're like, well, we gotta, we gotta do it, you know? And, and kind of like that saying of, you know, you'll never reach perfection if you just keep trying. You gotta put it out there at some point, you know? And it's like, but you, you could try a little harder. <laughs> like, a lot of them just don't feel like finished ideas. Like... like they don't feel like hour-long ideas. For season one, I think, like, the two strongest were the naughty list, just because that was bloody fun. That one was fucking great. I would honestly watch that every Christmas. It was so And good. Ball, which was the um, Billy Lord episode. Yep. 
<laughs> Again, very little connection to any other season. Yes, because, like, it's like all the season yeah. one connections were fine. Drive-In was, like, fucking awful. <laughs> Drive-In was just fucking Farrell awful. Farrell was like, was way, it could have been a cool. lot better. And can we complain at the fact that not only was Drive-In awful, but that it wasted John Carroll Lynch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we complain. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> he deserves better. Mm-hmm. He deserves the best. The ball is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so is so is the Nihilus. And like those two episodes of season one, definitely the best. Like you watch the the you know, even though I did like the finale in its own way because of the meta-ness of it all. Yes. Yes. So yeah. And then you know, I, I think there was an element, at least for me, of like everyone hated the Return to Murder House so much, and I was like, no, fuck you, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Because I liked, I liked the lead. I did not like Cindy Crawford's kid. I don't think she's a good mm-hmm. actor. But, uh, ooh, I've got a blade and a leather jacket. But um, but the, the, the girl who was like the, the rubber yeah. woman, she, she, was, she was fantastic. She's a great actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And they had some fun. You know, we had Dylan. And, you know, like, they're, 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 it was fun. Um, but, yeah. At least they didn't outdo the worst. <laughs> Which yeah. was driving. <laughs> what were they thinking? Like it, it's excuse me. It truly feels like watching something that came out in like two thousand three. Yeah. Like what is that writing for those for those teenagers? Because I think that like because even though I like the concept and the twist of it, and it's very, it reminds me of like other things that have been going on at the same time. Like I think I compared oh, it to absolutely. the last movie or whatever. I, mm-hmm. It was just overall not good. And they didn't... And even though Drive was, like, the worst of this season, it was nowhere near <laughs> Drive. No. No. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. so. No, Drive is fucking terrible. And I believe <laughs> they've been renewed for a third season? Have they? I think so. This is basically, like, this franchise is The Simpsons. It's just gonna keep going forever. So. I don't know for sure if they renewed it for a third yet. I'll look. Uh, the rubber woman was played by Sierra McCormick. I, I wanted to remember her name because she was, she was great. Uh, Hulu has not renewed it yet. Yeah, interesting. I can't see why they wouldn't. I'm mm. sure it performed well. Yeah, I'm sure it probably did fine. But no, yeah, I guess we'll, uh, I guess we'll stay tuned. Yeah. Right? If they don't, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly will. We certainly will. Yeah. Mm. But you know what is coming back, Rachel? Is it American Horror Story proper? <laughs> it's American Horror Story, the flagship. Yes. Season 11, right? Yep. Wow. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of American Horror mm-hmm. Story over the years. Um, cool concept. Fucking really cool concept, potentially. Mm-hmm. You know, serial killer. Fun. Love it. Um, the queer, like, gay nightlife scene in the 70s. Okay, yeah, period mm-hmm. piece. Fantastic. The cast, really cool. Um, some veterans, some newbies, like usual. Um, goddamn motherfucking Zachary Quinto coming back to the show. Never thought mm-hmm. I'd see it. Hugely excited about that. Uh, Matt Bomer, I think, too, right? Yeah, yeah I believe so. Um, newbies like Russell Tovey, who's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Lord's on this season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it has an interesting release schedule. It's um, two episodes a week. Yep, on uh, on Hulu and um, F- yeah, FX shit, first like, and then Hulu. Yeah, FX first and then Hulu. Uh, Hulu the next day or whatever they call it. Or, um, FX next day. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, yeah, honestly, like, that's, like, a really cool concept, a really great cast, a really great, like, premise, and could have some really fun energy. Um, I think they've aired four now. It's been on a couple weeks, because this week was the second week. Yeah, last um, night there probably would have been two. Yeah, so there's, like, four episodes out. Um, I was I was really excited and looking forward to it for, like, the whole summer. Like, really looking into, like, ooh, oh, oh, some, like, casting has leaked. Or, ooh, there's set photos and videos on TikTok. That's awesome. And, uh, um, yeah, four episodes in. And um, have you watched it yet? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <sighs> have, have we had Why it? is that? Why is that? <laughs> Why is that? And it's I don't even feel like the rush to watch it either is the is the odd no. thing. No. Have, and I was really, really annoying about like some of those bits of news. So Have we hit American Horror Story Burnout? Because Have like, we hit saturation point? Because like I, we watched American Horror Stories, at least I did. I, I think you did too. We watched them week to week. Oh yeah, no, I was pretty current. Is it like Okay, theory one is that them putting two out at a time is a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. That is a lot. And it's kind of like, do I want to sit there and watch two episodes to stay current? <laughs> or do I just want, like, I if it was one episode, I feel like maybe I'd have started watching it already. Because, maybe. like, let's be honest, being in that world is a lot. Yeah. Being in that, that tone of storytelling is a lot. And to do that two hours every week... For, like, a month? That's kind of a lot. It's kind of a lot. But, I just, I mean, okay, not to put you on blast or anything, but I understand you not watching something that's two hours a week, like, you know what I mean? Like, and getting, you know, to the chance where you watch it, like, after it airs or something, because, you know, that's that's a thing. You know, you have a lot of stuff you're currently watching. I don't. I'm not mm-hmm. watching a goddamn thing. And, uh... Yeah, I, I, I'm just like I'm so confused why we're not watching <laughs> even like one. I and, and and I just on on paper this was made for me. I'm a little weirdo. Yeah. Like on paper, this is the finest American horror story anyone could ever create. It's 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 Zachary Quinto. It's period piece. It's um a serial killer. It's in like the leather scene a lot of it, um, which I'm fascinated with. Why am I not, like, shoving this in my eyeballs? Why was I not there the minute it hit Hulu? Because I was going to watch it when it hit Hulu, just on my own. And then I got to my room that night, and I was just like, I'd rather play Minecraft. And then... (laughs) Right? I was just, like, not in the fucking mood for it. And it, I was like, I'll do it the next day. And my other excuse was like, yeah. well, yep. when Keisha watches it, then I'll watch it. <laughs> and then you also like, guess what? I haven't watched it. And I'm like, well. I haven't watched it either. <laughs> well, but, I guess that's what it is then, isn't it? But why? Like, it's got to be something. Okay, here's my new theory that, I, that I've just formulated in my little head over the last few minutes. Okay. Is it actually doing them a lot of harm to not have character-specific promo material anymore. They really did not hype up this season at all. I I, I disagree and I know... in that I've, I've seen, like, the ads. I've seen all the, like, fetish wear ads. But what's the, what's the story, Morning Glory? 
like, who are these characters? Why should I give a shit? I know they like to be secret, but, like, I... I right. I feel like <laughs> this season especially has kind of just been like, well, it's coming, and it's, like, coming, like, they, they d- barely gave us any notice. Like, I think right. all of the promotion, especially in Comic-Con, and before it was going for Story Season 2... And it was just like, don't right. look over at the man behind the curtain. Just look at this right now. <laughs> yeah. And, like, they had their little, like, photos of, like, here's here's a character and a name. Great. What about him? Yeah. I, wh- what does it say? Because I want... <laughs> that you've known me for a very long time now. And a picture of Zachary Quinto holding a bullwhip with, like, his shirt half open did not immediately make me watch something that that's that especially has me perplexed i will say because <laughs> i was like oh surely keisha will watch it and then i'll just be like oh i must watch it so that i can we can discuss and then it, yeah it's it's because i i need to see these characters in action i know that they think that they're doing something by keeping things held close to the chest but i need a little taste I need my little beak to be a little moist. The like, fucking promo, like, the, the preview for it was, like, nothing either. Like, it wasn't it was, even a proper was, trailer, because it was, like, I was trying to explain what it was about, and I'm like, yeah. I don't even fucking know what it's fully about. It's, like, 70s exactly. New York City, you know? 70s New York City, there's a serial killer targeting gay men in the leather scene. Okay, great. But what about the characters? What types of people are in this world? I guess HIV AIDS is going to figure in as well. I know that Billy Lord's character is a researcher. I had to find that out from a recap. Like, this wasn't from, like, a thing that was, well, you know, I don't know. I just, I feel like relying on the aesthetics is not going to do them any favors anymore. They need to get us interested in the characters. That's why we're still fucking tuning in to this old show every year especially after being burnt out of last year oh my god right double feature Ugh. um yeah i I just truly and i mean like i don't know i hate to be like such a little quinto fangirl to this day but that shit should have been trumpeted from the fucking rooftops like it really should have because american horror story fans love him Yep. They do. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to forget because he hasn't been on in like 10 years, mm-hmm. but they love him. He is like one of the most iconic characters in the series in season two. And he's a delight in season one. He was on the first fucking season. Let's not forget this. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they really dropped the ball with that. Um, they should have done more with it. Uh, yeah, I don't know these characters. I, 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 I need to, I need to be intrigued by the storyline. They, they should have been brave enough, uh, brave enough to show us scenes from the fucking show. And I think that them and their like, you know, a Vogue Italia level of promotional photos that have no actors in them. I think it's fucking them. I do. Yeah. I think I, I think that's part of it. I think that's definitely part of it. Yeah, it's probably a little bit of burnout. I mean, it's been on forever. And we just watch stories, you know, so it's not like we're dying for this kind of content. And frankly, if I may, they're not the only game in town anymore. Mm-hmm. You got your Mike Flanagan's. You got your Guillermo del Toro now. Apparently, Cabinet of Curiosities is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, they need to step it up. <laughs> I know that I've been, like, wanting to watch The Midnight Club <laughs> on Netflix. Me too. More Me than too. I'm like, oh, I gotta watch American Horror Story. I'm like, I really Same. should <laughs> 
same. I, yeah. I might take a break from my 31 days of horror movies, which is mostly what I've been watching, and watch Cabin of the Curiosities mm-hmm. instead. So, yeah. It's just interesting. That's all. Because I'm stunned by my own response to it. <laughs> I, yeah, you not watching it is more shocking than me not watching it. So, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know why I don't want to watch this. I mean, it's not that I don't watch this season. I just am not in a hurry, and it's weird to me. <laughs> Again, on paper, this was built in a lab for me. I, 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 I don't know. I'm probably going to come to really regret this. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. What 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 would you regret though? I haven't seen conversation that's, about okay, so that's part it anywhere. Of it, right? that's part of it is I usually regret not being part of the discourse, but it's like what discourse? Like I don't even I haven't even noticed like that's why I was like was it on last night because I don't even remember if I saw a thing on TV line. They are like barely doing recaps on things. Like it's showing up on a few of the websites I follow on Feedly, but not really many. Which is kind of another symptom of a show that's been on for forever, huh? Because they're just like, oh, do we really want to hire a person to do recaps for this? They did a Grey's Anatomy fucking recap. (laughs) I tell you what. Yeah, Yeah, like I'm looking here, like I'm looking at TV line right now. Yep, Grey's. (laughs) That's just wild because TV line used to just be all about American Horror Story. So that's another, you know, sign of the times, I guess. Yep, news. Okay. Great. Ratings? Uh, yeah. I'm not seeing a recap for it. That's wild. I'm like, to be fair, I've not been on TikTok a lot lately or Twitter. Um, Wow. I haven't seen anything about it. (laughs) I just saw on TikTok, the only thing I saw on TikTok was when they were filming and people were like spoiling, you know, the filming setting. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. So again, not to be gross, but it's American Horror Story, so I feel like this is a safe place. Um, can it really be that interesting if nobody's being horny for it on TikTok? Fair. It's very like it's very like if a tree falls in the woods kind of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, and are people just yeah? Or are they just not watching? Are they just not like meh? Are they just meh? Are they still too into Dahmer, which is a problem? But I don't want to talk about it here. So yeah, I don't <sighs> know. It's weird. It's kind of weird. Did double feature really piss people off? Because I mean, it's uh... and and ironically, the wrong part of it. <laughs> People were mad yeah. about the good parts. Um, yeah. At least the interesting part. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's strange. Um, I'm going to, I don't know. I kind of want to watch it right after I get off of this just to see. I'm like, no, I'm curious. I'm like, why are people not talking about this? Like, Well, you go for right. it. And then, <laughs> then you can tell me and tell, and like, you know, give me some hot deeds if you do. God, right? Like not spoilers, but you know. Like, why is it? Why um, is it my job as a as a viewer to show another potential viewer? Like, look, this is actually interesting. Look at this character. Look at this person doing this thing. Like showing you a video or something. I take on my phone. Why is it my job? Promotion failed <laughs> this year. Well, it's this. To be fair, this wouldn't be the only show no, where know, it's kind of like you know you got to like nudge someone saying, over. Though? Yeah, like, it shouldn't need that. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't need that. I'm used to nudging you. Thank you very much. I'm very used to it. <laughs> oh, I've nudged you a few times in, in the recent past have, as well. Have. This is a true fact. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, if you're listening and you're experiencing a similar phenomenon with the season of American Horror let Story, us know. let us know. <laughs> yeah. uh, where did let us know? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Um, I guess... 
I mean, we can keep the same Discord server and people can fuck off if they don't want to, like, be part of it. It's gonna be the same Discord yeah. server. I think that once Eclipsed is fully over, we might change the name to, like, From Beyond Fandom. Yeah, or, you know, something like that. Um, or Beyond Fandom or something like that, and it can be, like, you know, mm-hmm. you can still talk about Eclipsed here, yep. but it's, like, you know, it's 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 kind of like the umbrella of podcasts that we are now, we're, we're there. Yeah, exactly. So. so, that's what we'll do. So, I mean, yeah, I guess we'll just link to the regular Discord server if you've never watched heroes then uh don't look around much i don't know um i mean if you haven't listened to eclipse how the hell are you how here how are you here <laughs> yeah. where did you find us what the fuck yeah. um <laughs> shit's crazy yeah and it's also because of switching that podcast host we're able to instead of just keeping stuff on the eclipse feed we can branch out into another show uh-huh because for a while we were discussing options on what we wanted to do after Heroes. Yes. And, like, we had a couple ideas that were, like, we were debating, like, what is the vein, what is the idea of Eclipse, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And had a couple debates about that, but, you know, in the end, I think this will probably work the best, because we can do whatever, whatever we want. If we, we want to take the time yeah. to talk about X, Y, and Z, yep. and beyond, we can do that. Yep. Thanks for listening to the inaugural episode of From Beyond Fandom. Yeah. We won't always be talking about horror. No, it'll be it, it'll be it'll be all over the fucking place. Yeah. It might even be about mm-hmm. movies or something. Oh. If you somehow have found us and have not listened to Eclipse, go listen to Eclipse. Stranger We've things. got like over a hundred episodes of that yeah. where we talk about heroes. We're talking about Reborn right now. So uh episodes of this will be pretty sparse until we're completely done with that. Yep. And then it'll pretty much, it'll be more of our main thing, it'll which be will be how we're often we talk record. about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Unless we come up with a new idea for something in the meantime. <laughs> but. That, I mean, the, yeah. the, the, it can always happen. We're chaotic. Mm-hmm. So. so thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.